Welcome to the Warning Track Power Hour. I am Dr. Andrew Scaff. He is Dr. Michael Warman, Esquire. Uh, on today's episode, we'll talk a little bit about last week's NFL action in the Chiefs' victory over the Patriots. Uh, and we'll eventually get into a little bit of a college football uh, bowl game quiz that I have prepared for you, Mike. Ooh, quiz. Uh, and then we'll eventually talk about uh, week 16 of the NFL and preview uh, of the Christmas Day game for the Chiefs then, too. Uh, let's see. This week was not so great for the teams that we're probably most interested in, maybe the, maybe the tops of the um, NFL expectations, at least anyway. Uh, Chiefs played okay in a victory against the New England Patriots. Uh, well, like the Eagles did not play so well in their game. Uh, do you think one of the two teams is more confident about their position uh, going forward into the playoffs at this point in time, Mike? I Well, so the Chiefs did lose to the Eagles, but I think that's also one where the Chiefs felt like it got away, and I think probably the Eagles felt like they probably got lucky. So I think the, I think in most most of the recent cases, it seems like the Chiefs, if they've lost – They've lost close games that they've kind of let let slip through their fingers or did something weird, you know, like the the bills and the Kadarius Tony offsides or the, you know, the the drops in uh the the Eagles game or the uh missed um pass interference play in the Green Bay game, you know, or the you know just the drops in general uh all season. Right. I think the Chiefs feel like, well, if we just clean a few things up, we can hang with any team that we play and beat any team in the league. I think the Eagles have been well, kind of drubbed lately. Um, you know, they got blown out by Dallas. They got blown out by the 49ers. No. They lost, um, you know, to Drew Locke and the Seahawks on it was close and Hertz wasn't feeling particularly well, I don't think. But yeah. still it was you know, I, I you know, they're both of these teams have kind of gone on, on sort of skids with where, where they've at least lost a majority of their past few games. But I think I, I think if I think the Chiefs defense has been playing better than the Eagles defense. Yeah. Both offenses have kind of been up and down. So I, but I still think the Chiefs are probably, even though they're nine and five and the Eagles are ten and four, I think the Chiefs have to feel better about their chances um, because, you know, they haven't, you know, you know, maybe if the Chiefs had played Baltimore and gotten blown out, they would feel differently. But the the Eagles have played the top teams in their conference and, you know, not done terribly well as of late. So I I I would say the Chiefs are probably maybe have more room for confidence i think they're probably also more likely even if it's outside shot likely to get the number one seed in the in the conference than uh even though the eagles are only technically a game behind uh the 49ers they, they're they're also two games behind just like the, just like the chiefs are yeah uh, so what do, what do you think do you think you would you rather be a philadelphia uh eagle or would you rather be a kansas city chief right about now well i think the eagles are still outside their own division lead though right now are they not as um isn't Dallas actually ahead of them? I think so. I think Dallas is. But Dallas have... also had a shaky game then too, and against mm-hmm. Buffalo and got wrecked really mm-hmm. by the uh, 
the all rushing attack with Josh Allen only threw 15 passes in the entire game and they still destroyed uh you know what was looking to be a powerhouse in Dallas so I think Dallas is worried if they aren't playing in Dallas I think Dallas feels like if they can get if they can get these games at home they can they can roll through the playoffs but I don't think they're confident on the road because all of their losses really have come on the road they score 40 points at home and like you know 20 on the road it seems like and they yeah they, they can't replicate that they can't seem to replicate the same success on the road that they, they can um in in dallas and san francisco seems to play play fine either place uh so i think dallas really needs that number one or two seed probably uh to feel good yeah. about themselves uh, and then maybe well they can sneak they can win one game on the road maybe if it's the if it's the championship game against the yeah. 49ers which I don't really see happening but you know at least yeah but it, you know the 49ers in some ways are only an injury or two away because they lost three games in a row when um, a couple of guys went down I don't think they need kind of everybody there if Ayuk and McCaffrey are gone. I don't think Purdy, Samuel. Debo Samuel, I think was the Debo. Big, yeah, was the, I think he was the big absence when during that three game stretch. I think he missed that whole. Yeah, McCaffrey like, missed a little bit. Ayuk was hurt a little bit McCaffrey too. Then, yeah. um, Kittle's banged up all the time. So like they have a lot of like injury prone players, and I don't think Purdy is maybe not at the stage in his career yet where he can elevate a kind of average team. He can play really really well distributing the ball to you know great players really great players yeah it's a little bit like maybe what it seems like maybe it's joe burrow's uh situation he's really good when he's got really good players around him and uh you know the the Bengals aren't that much worse right now uh without him and actually are better than he was when he was hurt uh early in the season so um you know i think i think also says like if if Purdy goes down. I think Sam Darnold could do an okay job keeping the 49ers afloat. I think mm-hmm. Purdy's been great, but I think he's a, a, a still right now. I think he's you still have to think of him as a system quarterback. But he, he is getting talked about as being a potential uh, MVP this season. Is that uh, you think that's warranted just because he is the quarterback of the top team currently in the league? Yeah, I guess if if you if you think you need well, if it's a quarterback rating award, he's got I think 119 quarterback rating is the highest. Uh, I think Tua is second, uh, but I would say well, uh, the valuable player. If you if if you lost that player, how good would the team be? I yeah. think the 49ers would still easily be a playoff team without Brock Purdy. I, I think really the most valuable there's I think there's only two choices really for most valuable player ever in the, right now in this league and that's Josh Allen or, and Patrick Mahomes. I think if you lost either of those two, maybe absent the Dallas uh, Buffalo game where Allen didn't have to do a lot, do a whole lot, but like they carry their teams every week, and it's one of those things where if Mahomes went down, I don't see the Chiefs. Um, competing really they you know they can barely score 20 something points uh as it is and i think same for same for buffalo i don't i don't i don't see you know allen gives so much to that team those would be maybe the two that i would think are really the most valuable but i would say even though they lost probably prescott is probably going to be 
thought of as the MVP just because his stats have been really good lately. Yeah. So, uh, but there is usually a recency bias. You think the most recent game, yeah, maybe detracts from from Dak's potential award. Lamar Jackson might be another player that could be in the mix. He hasn't had any like big signature yeah this year he he's uh but he's leading a team to a very good record mm-hmm. and maybe he can get he might get it by default if the ravens are the one that are the ones that are you know number one seed in the afc i don't know um and, and voters can't pick between the san francisco players yeah vote for like if it's, if it's if it's if the vote gets split between mccaffrey and purdy then you know maybe somebody else ends up sneaking away with it is that yeah Tyreek Hill is another yeah choice although he's he didn't play last week Mm -hmm. and um and the the Dolphins did win without him yeah they shut out in one handily too that one handily shut out the Jets 30 to nothing big score was a 30 to nothing yeah so that that maybe hurt his chances so could be Tua, maybe if you think, but I think these last few weeks are going to be important because the Chiefs have a fairly easy schedule compared to the Dolphins or the Ravens in the AFC, mm-hmm. uh, and compared to even the Cowboys or 49ers. Uh, so the Bills, yeah, so it's it's there's um, there's still a lot, there's still a lot football if it's really wide open yeah. much more so than it's been in the past i think did, did you see the the quote i guess just from this week anyway about um when purdy was asked about his shot at the mvp he, he said that that uh, mccaffrey was the mvp not himself do you think that will encourage people that have votes to vote for mccaffrey or do you think they're actually Going to vote for Purdy now because of the humility and uh, oh. <laughs> saying, like, "Oh, it's not me. Don't pick me." And then now they will flock to him for saying that. What do you What do you think about that? Yeah, I don't know. I think I think probably they'll think of McCaffrey maybe actually because yeah. McCaffrey has like if you look at the rushing leaders right now, McCaffrey has uh thirteen hundred yards almost twelve ninety two. The next highest are uh, James Cook and Raheem Mostert, both in the nine sixties. So that's a big know. gap. Uh, but if you look at the real, but actually Kyron Williams has the most yards per game. He's only played ten games, but he has nine hundred fifty-three yards. So, um, so you know he's been the most productive, I guess. If you go to all-purpose yards, though, McCaffrey's at eighteen oh one, Tyree Kill fifteen fifty-seven. That's second. Yeah. So that's yeah. so he's been that's a he's, pretty big gap even there too. Yeah, so this is maybe it's not going to be a 1000 1000 season for McCaffrey like uh his predecessor um mm-hmm. in uh San Francisco uh, Roger Craig once uh once had but uh, did you know Roger Craig's not in the Hall of Fame? I didn't I didn't know that. No. I just assumed Which he I'm surprised at. I w- I thought of him as being one of the big stars of that San Francisco uh dynasty and he's yeah, he's not um Dave Craig's not either. No, Dave Craig was a above average quarterback much of his career. No relation. Dave Krieg, K R I E G, right. and Roger Craig. Um, yes. 
not to be confused with Roger Craig Smith. Do you know Roger Craig Smith? I don't know who's them. He's a voice actor. No. Uh, okay. He is uh he plays Sonic he played Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, in okay. the in the voice i i was just i was just googling roger craig and 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 uh or uh, autofilled media and roger craig smith was what they had uh pop up are you sure you didn't mean this there are several other roger craigs that you might not remember i actually knew a roger craig uh quiz bowl player he was a he was a champion jeopardy player he went to virginia tech uh roger craig uh he had the highest single day winnings on Jeopardy uh, until uh, James Holzhauer passed him one time. He was, so he was oh, wow. uh, one of the top players in the 2010s. Um, yeah, he was a, he went to Virginia Tech. But um, there's also a Roger Craig from baseball who was the, uh, I believe the manager of the San Francisco Giants in the 80s. So there was a Roger Craig in baseball as the manager of the Giants and also Roger yeah. Craig in football as the 49ers uh, running back. And yeah, Roger they're not, Craig. And they're not the same San Francisco person is what you're saying. No, no. <laughs> yeah, Roger Craig actually went, uh, he went to the University of Nebraska uh, for football. He and Mike Rozier were the team, were teammates when Mike Rozier won the Heisman Trophy, but he was seems like Craig's always been kind of overshadowed by um uh maybe other players on his team. Uh he you know it's like you know Mike Rozier who was not as successful in the pros. He was decent. Mm-hmm. But um yeah Craig he had yeah one year he had a thousand in nineteen eighty five he had a thousand and fifty yards rushing 1016 yards receiving hmm. 2066 total yards so he's he was over yeah his all-purpose yards or rushing receiving yards is three thirteen thousand one hundred. which wow. i don't know how high that ranks um in all time but i, w- I was thinking but i thought of craig as being one of the great players of his era um yeah but yeah he only he was uh yeah, I'm looking up his yeah so he, the the player's career who were of similar quality and shape the kind of according on football reference for football reference are Eric Dickerson who's in the Hall of Fame Adrian Peterson who will be Fred Taylor Matt Forte Ricky Waters Thurman Thomas Hall of Fame Lee Kelly Hall of Fame O.J. Simpson, LaShawn McCoy, and Otis Anderson. Neither so like it's kind of he seems like he's borderline because half the players that he's like most similar to are Hall of Famers. Half the players um, are not. He's also but um, he was yeah he's mm. twenty he's twenty fourth among running backs in the, according to the Pro Football Reference Hall of Fame monitor. Mm. Uh, so I guess that's. Um, but he is ahead of Jerome Bettis and John Riggins, kind of later contemp- you know, contemporary-ish players. Um, who are in the Hall of Fame? Who are in the Hall of Fame, yeah. yeah. Um, 
The only ones ahead of him who are not in the Hall of Fame are LaShawn McCoy. Interestingly enough, I don't think he's a. You think uh, Shady McCoy is a Hall of Famer? Mm. He does have two Super Bowl rings, but he didn't. Yeah. I don't think he played in either of those Super Bowls. That uh, yeah, maybe three. Did he? Did he? Um, did Did he get? Was he on? He was on. No, he was uh, no longer with uh, Philadelphia when uh, Nick Foles uh, won the Super Bowl there. But he was the um, yeah he won Super Bowl rings with Kansas City and Tampa Bay uh, his last two seasons. But he did not. not uh, he did not uh, really figure into the team very much, um, especially with Tampa. Uh, Frank Gore also ahead of um, on the Hall of Fame monitor. And Adrian Peterson. So Adrian Peterson, I think, is going to be. He's retired in twenty twenty one, so he's he'll he'll probably be there in a few years. Um, a few years to sit before he's Frank Gore. Probably not. I think of him just as being around for a very very long time. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I don't know. That's. Yeah. So anyway, that was Roger. Cre- what, what were we talking about? We we're talking about McCaffrey at some point. Yes. Uh, um as potential potential mvp i think if yeah maybe or maybe he's just offensive player of the year no the non-quarterback award lately so i i would what is do you know what vegas says about the uh Hmm, i haven't looked yet i figured it was still a little too early to really really talk about this from like a betting perspective at least maybe maybe we should be things change so much like week to week right now that i don't know that a front runner He's really there. It says that Brock Purdy right now is the front runner. Humility, humbleness may carry him across there. At minus 190, is that right? Oh. It was wow. plus 200 last week. I mean, he, he does, he is pretty close to the top of the stats. And Prescott is plus 450 now. Jackson yeah. plus five hundred, Hertz plus a thousand, McCaffrey twelve plus twelve hundred. So, uh, I would he, he does lead the league in touchdowns, touchdowns, and he's second in passing yardage, despite not being in the top ten in either uh, pass attempts or or completions. So, that's kind of impressive, anyway. So, yeah, I would say though, well. I don't want to be a homer here, but Mahomes, if he has three good games, he could uh, be the tops of all of those stats. True. And I don't. Yeah, I don't know if that would. I don't. I don't know what that would do if Mahomes finishes with you know thirty-five touchdown passes uh, and you know leads you know five thousand five thousand yards uh, or something. Right. Close to that, you know. I don't think he's – I think the narrative has been he has been off this year and his receivers are not very good. But they could just say, well, he's been carrying that team. And who knows it, what, what they uh, do if because if, if the Chiefs have a – I don't know if they'll have that offensive explosion. They, they need it, but I don't, know if, I don't know if that will happen. That would be an interesting conundrum. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, even with Mahomes, you know, issues with his receivers anyway, he's still only – 200 yards behind Tua for for passing yardage leader. Yeah. Which is fourth. He's so Mahomes is currently fourth, Tua's first, Purdy second, Goff three. 
all within 200 yards of each other. So it's, uh, you know, anybody's race there still. Yeah, C.J. Stroud is actually, well, he's going to probably miss another game for the concussion. They think he is um, first in terms of, or second, very close second in terms of, I guess, probably eligible quarterbacks to win the yards per game award. Do you know who is number one in ter- uh, yards per game if if, we're, if if games played is not an issue? I just saw it when I was <laughs> the different stats, so that's uh, not really fair. Joe Flacco. Yeah, yeah, thirteen yards per game. Also leading in um in age too, I believe. Is that right? Uh, at least with well, Cousins being out injured, I think Cousins is a little younger than Flacco and uh, Aaron Rodgers. It's well, now it turns out Aaron Rodgers is not going to be playing this year. Did you see that announcement uh, on Tuesday? They said he he was it was possible that he could be activated for this coming week, which would be week sixteen. Uh, but the but the Jets were eliminated from the playoffs, so there's really no purpose in it. And he kind of ruled himself out too. He said it would be optimistic. So I think I think maybe the uh, miraculous recovery might have been a little bit overstated. Uh, there's no purpose in playing if there's if they don't have a chance at the playoffs. So I don't I don't know why they would bother with risking him getting an additional injury for these last couple of games that don't matter for them franchise. Yeah. Also, yeah. Just yeah, it'd, it'd just be like uh, you know, for him trying to show that he's the fastest coming back from that particular injury. Yeah, the Jets have been eliminated, but uh at five and nine, but one five and nine team in the AFC has not been eliminated from the playoffs. That's the Los Angeles Chargers. I don't know how they haven't been eliminated. Yeah. That's a strange one. They finished eight and nine, I guess they have some tiebreakers that could be yeah. They can't win the division because the Chiefs yeah, are so that, it can't be that. So yeah, that seems strange that they that they're still they must have they must be the 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 only chance remaining of the teams with that record, I, I suppose, is that they must be the top of that that tier, I suppose. Yeah, they so win the tiebreak. They win the tiebreak over Tennessee and New York Jets based on best win percentage in conference games, mm-hmm. but I don't see how that keeps them in it. I don't. I just don't see a way for. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe just the way it shakes out, there could be a lot of eight and nine teams, and the Chargers could be tied. Crazy with, uh, teams, but um, well. So, uh, what did you think about the Chiefs' performance uh, in their victory over the Patriots this week? Well, I I thought Everything it was okay now, or are you still? Concerned. I'm still worried because I think that the, the offense still needs work. Even though they scored, well, they only they ended up at 27 points, but they could have scored a lot more points. Yeah, um, maybe maybe as many as 10 more points against a very good New England Patriots de- defense, right. uh, which is a good sign. Um, Bucker missed a field goal that was fairly short, 30 under 40 yards, I think. First miss of the season of any type of kick for Butker. Yeah, so that but that maybe it's good that he got that out of his way. So he's just not he's not like a maybe maybe being perfect the whole season would make you nervous. Yeah. Do you remember that one year? I think it was maybe it was nineteen ninety eight when Gary Anderson was perfect the entire year, and then the Vikings were in the NFC Championship game and he missed like a kick that would have sent them to the Super Bowl, and how devastating uh, that was. Yeah. So, um, I think that was 98. It was that one of those, one of those great Vikings 
teams with Randy Moss and Chris Carter and maybe it was Randall Cunningham and, or maybe it was Culpepper. I think it was Randall Cunningham in one of his uh, send-off kind of years. But yeah, it's... I think the the offense had a lot of its same problems though with with Kadarius Tony's drop turning into an interception. Another uh, one that hit him right in the hands. Yeah, he did have to stretch a long ways to get to it, but it did hit both of his hands. Well, this happened to Tyreek Hill a couple of times. Yeah, more than a couple of times over his career, but Hill made up for it in all the big plays that he got. And Tony has not so far made up for any of that. Um, Rashi Rice has done pretty well. He had a fumble, but he recovered it and played pretty well. Um, I think no drops in that in the game for Rice. I think he was, was he nine, 10, catches, nine, nine catches, nine or ten catches on the same number of yards, yeah, of, uh, of targets. Yeah, Kelsey was a little bit out of sorts. He's been yeah. up and down this year. I think some of it's age. I think some of it also is that he's easily targeted by you know Belichick is famous for taking away the number one option um, right. for uh, teams. And when the Chiefs had Hill and Kelsey, it was a little harder to do because they had two number one options. But with just Kelsey around, you know, that's a little harder. Um, I thought Mahomes played pretty well. He threw two interceptions, but both of those interceptions could be blamed on the receiver rather than on Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Was the Blake, Car- Blake Bell, was he the other... Yeah, he, he didn't seem to come back to the ball very much or fight for the ball very much. Yeah, the linebacker was, in front of it kind of muscled away. Yeah. From Bill, who I don't that think was, he, I, he don't think he got both hands on it, but that was a little bit more of Mahomes' fault, probably, than the Tony one, which was zero percent Mahomes' fault. Right. Um and the way that Tony bobbled it, he kind of tipped it right up so it was an easy pick. Yeah. But I the defense played pretty well they had a lot you know uh, some of the, those interceptions both uh ended you know were returned very close to the goal line uh so that was you know those were basically automatic points that the chiefs were going to give up so mm-hmm. they allowed 17 which is you think oh that's quite a few to new england but with zappy there i think they're a little more lively than they have been with mac jones so yeah, I'm I'm not disappointed. They they covered the spread. Um, they also they did not, however, go under the total, which is my um, lock of the week, my first lock of the week. Although yeah. I ended up going the opposite way when I made my bets on the big board, I think the total is going to go over thirty seven. So I got that part right, but I didn't get my lock right um, under thirty seven. The Chiefs, um, the Patriots total was forty four, so touchdown over. Maybe had they. Um, you know, a lot, you know, even if they just allowed one touchdown fewer, it still would have been a push. So, but, um, we didn't have much success in our locks of the week. Um, do you we want to talk about those? those? Do you want to yeah. move on to the locks? Just yeah. get those out of the way because get them out of the uh, way, <laughs> move on to the next week. Yes. How about your so, so we that was oh and six collectively? Our locks of the week. This is, I think, the first time we've been oh and six. Yeah. Uh, we haven't we haven't had a winning week collectively in a little collectively while. for several weeks now. It's been yeah. we had we we were doing very well and then been these last several weeks have have uh, not been kind to us. Yeah, two weeks ago we had that you know upside down week basically where the league was just insane and that's that's we could blame that 
you know but this this week i don't think we can do that so it was more of a return to normalcy across the league but we still we didn't do so well in our we just we just yeah season. we we were just locks so people predict, pick, picking against us however would have done very very well yes right yes <laughs> Yeah, so my first pick this week was I had Bears at Cleveland at over 37 and a half. And they came up a half point shy on that one. Final score, Cleveland 20, Chicago 17. That uh, last second uh, Hail Mary pass that uh, Chicago had nearly (laughs) was the difference between the under and the over in in that game. So... Yeah, he should have caught that. It was he was yeah. sitting on the ground and it fell right to him. It landed and, and literally he, in his lap. Yeah, and then he kind of Kadarius Tony it into the other t- into the other team up into the air. Cleveland intercepted it. Yes, although had he run out of the end zone like he did, and if he accidentally went back into the end zone for safety, safety that would have tripped the over then. Or if he had <laughs> run it all the way back like the uh, Dolphins did in the Hail Mary at halftime against. The Jets, uh, you know, and scored a touchdown off of the yeah, the other way off the Hail Mary, uh, that would have helped too. But uh, that was a bit of an annoying game too because the uh, the game, the spread landed, you know, on the final score landed on the spread also. So Cleveland was favored by three, so we had to settle for pushes in that game uh, on on the big board, mm-hmm. which is a bit of a nuisance. You'd rather win the game than hit the push, right? I suppose you'd rather well rather than lose. It's better than losing. True, that is true, but more fun to win. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of losing, um, my other two bets were also losers. I had um, the New York Giants plus six at New Orleans. Uh, six turned out to be right, but they but it was that the Giants would score six points and six points only <laughs> under. Uh, Tommy DeVito, uh, they lost 24 to six, so they lost by 18. So I was 12, I was 12, I guess 12 and a half technically off of a victory there. Tommy DeVito had hasn't really had the best week. He had, did you hear about his that run in at the pizza parlor? Uh, that he was supposed to, he was supposed to make an appearance, but his agent, the uh, you know, the guy trying out for uh, the role in Godfather Part Four, yes, uh, um. Sean something or other, some of the time. Yeah. yeah. Stiletto or Spinetta. I can't remember what his, what his last name is. Yeah. But uh, he apparently had tried to um, renegotiate his appearance fee from $10,000 to $20,000. Uh, and uh, to save face, uh, uh, DeVito actually appeared for free uh, at the pizza place. So he actually. Oh, I hadn't heard that part of the story. He did, he did today. He appeared today for free at the pizza parlor. So. Wow. So basically, the agent lost ten thousand dollars of Devito's money by trying to play hardball. Uh, with, That's right. So with a not a like big franchise type pizza place too. This yeah, is Canelia's pizza, I think, yeah. in Jersey. But yeah, um, yeah. It just it just it's a, yeah. It's um, yeah, the agent, uh, Sean Stilato. Stilato is the Stilato. agent. And he's really 
playing that kind of uh, D. Martin Sinatra kind of look wearing the fedora and uh, dressed in that way. I wonder if that's how he always dresses or if he just started to dress that way because he was seen on the sidelines <laughs> wearing that outfit. In, was that was that always a signature look or has it just become his signature look? Yeah. Um, it's, um, it's roughly three weeks old now, that look. Yeah. It could be. We don't know. Oh, well. Yeah. He looks a little like, I think he also looks a little like Leonard Cohen. Uh, but um, when he was 12. When he was 12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway, um, so Tom, Tommy DeVito, uh, Tommy Cutlets could not mm. uh, deliver uh, this this uh, victory to me. So uh, I, I, that makes me, that made me 0 2 on the day. Uh, how about your second? lock or lock maybe we just call these loss losses of the week yeah so the week well my second one i thought was a lock of the week easily just based on on you know the spread and the teams involved i had atlanta minus three at carolina carolina had only won one game on the season and uh you know only a field goal spread seemed like a safe bet uh carolina ended up beating atlanta nine to seven uh, so it was still a close game. There were basically no possessions in the second half. I think there were only seven, seven total possessions in the second half. A little like the Chiefs Green Bay game in the first half. Yeah. And uh, multiple times uh, when Atlanta came up short, I think they threw an interception near the end zone uh, close to the end of the game that uh, – ended up turning into points the other way eventually after a 17 play 90 yard drive for for uh carolina to close the game out seven and a half minutes they they held the ball at the end of the game to get the field goal carolina's now two and 12 how many uh, what what length of time in games has carolina led uh this season I believe in this game it would be zero seconds. It was it's zero seconds game. total. They won both of their games on, field on last goal second field as goal. time expired. So wow. in regulation, they have not led at all. In... So they've never run. They've never run a play with the lead with the. No, no, that's not true. Is that is that right? Winning. I don't, I don't think, think they've. I don't know if they have. Are they, they been have, leading at any point in any games? I'm not sure. Maybe they've been leading at one no. point, but they haven't. They haven't um, been. At least in the fourth quarter, they have not been leading. There has been no, I think, no, no time in the fourth quarter. Wow. Um, that is pretty crazy. I mean, yeah. it's not like the uh, what the Bears have been up by double digits in the fourth quarter. I think just in the, maybe even the last three games where they've wound up losing all three. It's not that bad, but I mean, that's yeah. pretty bad, but. I should go through the box scores and see how. I'm sure, what's worse? Well, maybe we can uh, figure that one out for, for next week to see if that's <laughs> that's accurate. <laughs> that on been they never led the entire season. That'd be pretty pretty sad. What was your third pick this week, Mike? My third pick was uh, out west uh, with uh, one of the teams we've been talking about quite a bit today. That's the Francisco Forty Niners. I picked the 49ers and the Cardinals uh, played in Arizona. Uh, the over-under was, I believe, 40, 
seven uh, and a half. And I picked the under there. I thought that this would be a lower scoring game. Um, I did think that the 49ers were going to win, but I thought that I thought the uh, Cardinals would keep it close. And they kind of did, although the score, they, they ended up being 45 to 29. So 74 points were scored. So it was well, well over. Uh, Cardinals also didn't cover the spread, uh, which, which I, I had thought maybe they would, but they played fairly well. I had thought maybe it would be a, like a 31 or a you know 28 to 16 type of game or a, a you know sort of game like that where it would be a little bit under, but the, uh, the you know it wouldn't be the two touchdown spread that that uh, the 49ers uh, were close to having. So, but. Uh, I think the Cardinals have kind of proven though with with Kyler Murray they're at least more competitive uh, that you know than uh, with, with you know without him so mm. you know it's going to be an interesting thing I guess they probably won't they aren't going to get the number one overall pick so they aren't maybe going to have that problem of well do we do we just throw get rid of Carl, Kyler Murray for um, you know Caleb Williams or Drake May or one of the whoever we're going to pick over number one overall so. Um, Anyway, that's yeah. That was my it was I wasn't yeah. Forty nine scored forty five by themselves, so it, they almost covered the spread. Uh, I they they needed, they needed a full shutout to yeah. Keep or forty five to two, maybe a single safety yeah. would have kept it, but yeah. forty five three would not. That would have been over. So that was way off. So uh, that was my my third miss of the week. How about your uh, third unlock? my third pick uh was uh philly minus three and a half in seattle in, in the monday night game philly looked pretty good early on in the game but uh seattle ended up roaring back at the end and actually winning outright not just covering the spread seattle finished 2017 in that game not enough Securing our 0-6 fate for the week between us. Mm-hmm. I guess that, that drops you to 20-24-1 on the season, minus $400. Where you were up $400 just like three weeks ago, I think. Yeah, hopefully the next three weeks will turn into those, and then I will be up at the season, season's end. But right now it's not looking so good. My split, Dr. I split below the 500 mark also this week. Then with my 0 and 3 week, I'm now 22 and 23 minus $100. The big board was more of a return to normalcy this week, though. We weren't so bad as we were on our locks of the week. Maybe you have joined me on being not so great at the locks. Yeah, I still haven't quite joined you as being as good on the big board however i was better than you last week but but not uh this week i lost a little bit i've been losing it seems like more lately i've been losing a little bit each week rather than losing a ton each week but still i'm losing each week so i'm still going downward i'm not you know i if yeah i have not been hemorrhaging money in the same way but it's still a steady stream of money that is you know leaking or or spilling out whatever the right. metaphor would be uh my leaky boat yeah. i think uh there's there's only there's one hole in the boat that's that's gradually filling rather than you know a giant cannonball size hole in the boat <laughs> yes 
Yeah, so you were down about 11% this week. Yeah. Which is, a, I mean, that's not terrible for entertainment purposes, I guess. Yeah, I, I got 50% of the picks correct, but so coin flip. But if I had been just a few, if I had just been two or three above that, I, I would have been close to even at least. So the VIG is what's getting you there, is what it is. VIG, the VIG, the juice. Yes. As they say. I don't. I don't like the juice. Uh, as the as the great um, Saturday Night Live sketch uh, from the uh, the the Greek the Greek restaurant. Uh, yes, the date like the, You like the juice? Huh? The juice is good. Oh, you like the juice? Exactly. You like a little bit of juice. <laughs> but now when we're talking about the Vegas. The juice. I don't like oh, the juice. juice. No, the juice is not good. Um, yeah. How uh, are you, speaking of uh, juice? Are you juiced about the uh, college football bowl season? Do we want to get to the bowl games, or do we? Is there any more? Yeah. We want to talk. So about? I have. I put together a little quiz for you, Mike. This is, we're going to run through the uh, sponsor and bowl name of each of the games. Okay. This year, the quiz that I'm going to be uh, the, what I'm going to be asking you to answer from these is we're going to try to go through these like very very quickly. Anyway, it's just I would like you to tell me who what the sponsor does, what their industry is. Okay. And then uh, tell me what state the game is being played in. Okay. So some of them will be relatively obvious. I hope the Texas Bowl. Uh... I don't think there is a straight up Texas Bowl, but there used to be a Texas Bowl. I think I don't think there was this this year anyway. No. There there are some pretty obvious ones. I think okay. that you'll get many of them right okay. away just by inference from the name. Okay. Some of the sponsors, I'm not sure that you'll know what they are. We'll see. Okay. I... This is a better know a bowl. I guess is probably what this segment should be called. Yes. So we'll we'll try to run through these very quickly. First bowl game of the season is the Myrtle Beach Bowl. That's South Carolina. I guess Myrtle Beach is known for its tourism industry. I don't know if is that because that... I don't think it has an official sponsor actually. So I think it, it just actually is. Maybe it's the city Myrtle of Myrtle Beach, Beach as the sponsor. Okay. I think that's what it actually is. It looks like ESPN um, events is who actually operates the bowl. So they um, apparently don't put their own name on it. Really, they just want the rights to be able to televise it. So I think that's mm. really what it comes down to. But appears to be just the city of Myrtle Beach is the uh, okay. technical sponsor. So uh, the second game is the Cricket Celebration Game. Cricket Celebration Bowl. Cricket. So is it Cricket Wireless? Is that the uh, wireless carrier? It is Cricket Celebration wireless, Bowl. Um, I want to say it's is a celebration because it's like historically black colleges, maybe. Um, let's try Texas. News. Played in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, Atlanta, even okay. So it probably is H A uh, HBCU. I think you'll get the uh, state for this one. These the R and L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Okay, well that is of course going to be in Louisiana. R and L Carriers are they a trucking firm? Is it freight shipping company? Yes. Next is the Avocados from Mexico Cure Bowl. Okay, well, avocados is, is so the farm industry. So the Mexican uh, avocado, uh, 
Like, it's, it's actually pleasure. a company that was created specifically to market avocados. It's really yeah. what it is. But yeah, but that's that is. I and don't it's, think yeah. it's it's probably a, it's probably an association of Mexican farmers, maybe though, or something. It's essentially it's like yeah, an amalgam, you know, a group of yeah. farmers that are, that put together a company specifically to or the or the national the national. I would guess it's going to be in a it's, it's so it's not in Mexico. It's in the United States. It is not in Mexico. Okay, so let's. Maybe, it is in a state. Maybe Arizona. Arizona. Let's try Arizona. This one's in Florida, in Orlando. Florida. Farther away from Mexico than some of the other states. But but it was played by Miami of Ohio. <laughs> okay, the um, next bowl is the Isleta New Mexico Bowl. Isleta, Isleta, Isleta. Is it Y-S-L-E-T-A, Isleta? I-S-L-E-T-A. There's a, there's, a, there's a place in Texas called Isleta, Y-S-L-E-T-A. So I don't know what the so it's in New Mexico, obviously. I think he's let us near El Paso. Um, so that's also near New Mexico. Uh is it a um office supply? It's actually the uh the Pueblo nation of Isleta, apparently. Oh is, okay. is the sponsor for the game. So it is uh nice. the Native American Tribe Association. Okay. There are um, a lot of those out there. Okay. Uh, the next is the maybe the most ridiculous name of the, of a bowl game this year. The Starco Brands LA Bowl, hosted by Gronk. <laughs> Stark, hosted by Gronk. Well, I guess LA Bowl. It's that could be the Louisiana Bowl. I'm gonna guess uh, Los Angeles, California. That is correct. It's Starco a, are they Eaglewood. Some sort of publicity thing firm? What are they? It's, it's close enough, I would say. It is, it's a, like a brand development company. So they okay. it seems like companies they either produce a brand and then produce a product and then put the brand around the product is what it appears to be. Okay. They have. They have. Um, oh, what is the? Uh, I I looked up some of the brands that they have, or most of the things I didn't wasn't aware of, but the one of one of them was the Soylent company. The, oh, uh, like uh, the drink that has like the full complete. Uh, it's not made out of people. You know, like Soylent Green. Exactly. It's like one of the more ridiculous things. I would made not expect of. that you would ever want to use that name because of that movie, at least anyway. Uh, next is the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. Well, that is easily the Independence Bowl is in Shreveport, Louisiana. That's correct. Even uh, the city, too. Yeah. It used to be the Poulon Weed Eater Independence Bowl. <laughs> um, Radiance Technologies, um, I guess, uh, uh, let's say Office Systems. It's it's a little more uh, darker, I guess. Ooh, it's it's it's, it's sort of it's Halliburton. Uh, similar, they, yeah. So it's, it's, an, they... it's an engineering company that does that deals mostly military intelligence <laughs> applications, mercenaries, and things like that. Yeah. Potentially, I think it's a more like communication. Blackwater, yeah. yeah, more like that. XE, maybe not quite. Whatever it was, shady, but yeah. yes. The next next bowl is the famous toastery bowl. I remember that was like that happened earlier this week. That's going to be a tough one to figure out. I guess it's a restaurant. It is I a restaurant. Heard of it until they said that there was the famous Idaho potato bowl. I don't know if that's still around. Um, that is still around. Toastery Bowl. How about let's just try Texas? It is in North Carolina. North Charlotte, Carolina. North Carolina. Apparently, that's where famous toastery. I have never heard of famous toastery. I guess they it's, toast it's an, east, it's an East Coast 
sandwich toasty things i guess yeah Yeah, breakfast breakfast food chain Uh, breakfast okay the scooters coffee frisco bowl okay well this is a coffee making uh yeah scooters i guess is a sort of starbucks uh wannabe and it's it's not in san francisco but it's in frisco texas i believe you got it how about the roofclaim.com boca raton bowl that's gonna be in florida boca near del boca vista yes Um, what is the what's the what's the sponsor roofclaim.com is that a hurricane insurance uh thing sort of like if you have a uh a problem like is it just is it or is it just a, a roofing company it's um roofing services company roofing so services. They, they can you can get like uh apparently like um you know an adjuster out there to, to look at damage or find you know some the contractor to do repairs stuff like that okay nearly it's more it's more of a services company than but you know you're in the right area but all right how about the union home mortgage gasparilla bowl Okay, well, that's a home. Okay, so mortgage company, bankish type uh, uh, group, I suppose. Uh, Gasparilla, is that Texas? Gasparilla Bulls is in uh, Tampa, Florida. Tampa. I was going to give you a bonus point if you can know why it's called the Gasparilla Bowl. It's named after a, a particular person, apparently, which I did not know. Todd Gasparilla? It's a name after uh, a pirate who apparently operated out of the Tampa area. Ooh, Gasparilla, maybe. Yeah. It was Jose Gasp- Gaspar, uh, but his nickname was Gasparilla. Gasparilla. Oh, okay, Jose yeah. Gaspar. Okay, interesting. Uh, when you said Texas on that one, right? I did say Texas. You got the home. Well, it's a home mortgage company, which I think you you did say that. How about the the uh, Camellia Bowl? Okay, so it's another tough one. It's a flower, I think. And so it, it is named after a flower. Um, so that was going to be the the extra question there. Anyway, it's not really it's not a company. It's actually just named after the flower. Flower. Mm-hmm. Which apparently, is a state flower. So if you know what state has it, the, the yeah, uh, it's one of those southern states. Really, is um, the state flower of? Then you will get the name. You will get the Mississippi, name. maybe. Correct. Alabama. Alabama. That was close. Okay, close. Okay. The uh, 76 Birmingham Bowl. Okay, I guess that's Alabama as well, Birmingham. Yes. 76, is that the oil uh, gas station chain? Gas station chain, yes. Now the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Okay, well, that's aerospace. Lockheed Martin, I think, is yep. headquartered, well... That's not Seattle, it's Boeing in Seattle. Lockheed, I don't remember where Lockheed Martin is headquartered, but Armed Forces Bowl, that was the Pinstripe Bowl used to be in New York. I was is that one of the ones up there? Is it New York? Uh, I think the Pinstripe Bowl is still it's, active. It's still around? Okay. Where's the Armed Forces Bowl? I guess New Armed York Forces is Bowl is in is in Fort Worth, Texas. Texas, okay. Fort Worth. I should have guessed Texas. So uh, famous Idaho Potato Bowl. I believe that's going to be in Idaho and yes. the Potato Growers Association of Idaho. It's also a mar- like a marketing company yeah. specifically to market potatoes. But, but you know, yeah, that's correct. Now, the 68 Ventures Bowl is going to be a tough one to come up with. But is that I, uh, Venture Capital Company? It is, it is a VC firm, yes. Um, 68 Ventures 
Let's since it's VC, maybe maybe we'll say California. It's so it's um specifically for like the Gulf Coast area, which you oh. based on oh. sixty adventures. But if I tell you it, it, it the company uh, operates in the Gulf Coast area, now now maybe pick a different state then as to where you think. Oh, uh, why not Texas? It's an it's in Mobile, Alabama. Mobile, Alabama, in Alabama again. Okay. The SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. Well, it's gonna be Nevada. SRS Distribution. Yes. That just is that um, a freight company as well. This one's a little more difficult to get from the name, anyway. It is. It's a roofing materials distribution company. Roofing materials. So we have a roof. Roof claim dot com in roofing. Seems like the roofers are really into uh, minor college football bowl games. Yeah, this one's tricky too. The Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. You'll never get the state. <laughs> well, Hawaii and is it mailing? Is it for mail? Easy Post. It's for so mail. I would have guessed. So I would have guessed it was like a like a posting, like online posting kind of thing. Oh. Like, it is a shipping and logistics company. Easy okay. Post. So yes, correct there. Now the quick lane bowl. Quick lane is that is that auto uh like uh, auto servicing? It is, and it's like like oil changes and stuff. Um, yeah, it. And let's go Florida. It's in Detroit. Ooh, auto. Maybe I should. Okay. Yeah, you. I thought maybe you would go there with the auto. No, I I forgot there are those bowls up there. there. How about the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl? Surf Pro, aren't they um like mold abatement types of things? Uh, so like they 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 uh fix your fix damage to houses and and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's a it's fire and water uh, cleanup and disaster recovery. Yeah. Okay. So yes. Uh, let's try Florida again. They have a lot of disasters down there. Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. I think you have to be a little bit away from the disasters at least <laughs> anyway. So yeah. Uh, the guaranteed rate bowl. It's another mortgage company. For mortgages, yes, that is a guaranteed rate bowl. Is that Florida? It's an. It's in this one's in Phoenix. Oh, it's Phoenix, Arizona. How about the military bowl? Military. So we oh, already. It doesn't, doesn't give the. Uh, uh, it is the military bowl presented by bowling.com. Okay, so I guess it's. Bowling.com. So is that, is that like go bowling, bowling.com, something like bowling that. supplies company, or is it just a okay for bowl like a military bowl? So we already have the armed forces bowl, right? Military bowl, I guess it's sponsored by the US military. Um, no, it's it's uh, it, it the sponsorship is the bowling.com, go bowling.com, bowling. so it's a so is it, is, it, is it just trying to like bring back bowling into the consciousness of? Yeah, uh, so it's like a website that has like how we can find lanes and like how to learn to be better, where to find stuff ooh, like that too. Okay. Yeah. Let's try Open services. Yes, let's try Texas. This one, uh, maybe pick, maybe aim for a place where like military uh, schools or military like training facilities are located. Um. Well. Maryland. I'm Maryland. I was gonna say more to the Navy or Marine Corps, and that is, it is. Uh, yes, it's in Annapolis. Yes, uh, the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Duke's Mayo Mayonnaise. Uh, Duke's 
Is that North Carolina? North Carolina is correct. The DirecTV Holiday Bowl. Okay, so DirecTV satellite television. Yes. Holiday Bowl is usually in, has been in San Diego, California. So I guess San Diego, California, California is correct. The Tax Act Texas Bowl. There is a Texas Bowl. It is still there. Tax Act Texas. I guess Bowl. is that is Tax Act is that like a TurboTax kind of uh, rival? Uh, tax, tax prep software. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's in Texas. Texas, it is. Yes. You can't. Uh, you, you remember that uh, the famous uh, Steve Miller song "Take the Money and Run," uh, where you know he's a uh, somebody. He's a he's a he's a you know detective. He's down in Texas. You don't know. He, he'll tell you what what the facts is. And yeah. Stealing on other people's taxes. So Texas facts is taxes. That rhymes, right? Are the three rhymes thereby? Um, the poet laureate of rock and roll, Steve Miller. Perfect. This one may this one may be a bit tricky. Billy Joe and Bobby Sue. That's who they are. They they want to take the money and run. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yes. What is it? Two young lovers with nothing that's, better. That's to uh, Bobby. That's that's the um, that's that's John Cougar Mellencamp. Okay. No, that's two young lovers. Nothing better too. Oh, maybe that's it. Jack and Diane. Jack and Diane. Okay. Uh, how about the uh, wasabi? I think Fenway Bowl. Okay. Well, so wasabi. So is it? Is it? Is a Japanese restaurant chain? No, uh, it isn't. Is it just the wasabi industry? The horseradish. Based on what we've already seen from the previous bowls, you—that's what you would think. It is also not that. There's nothing to do with okay. it. Well, it's, I guess it's, it's a technology. It's a Fenway Bowl. I guess it's in Massachusetts. I guess it's at Fenway Park. Yes, that is true. Well, who? What about Wasabi? What are they, What do they do? Uh, it's a cloud storage company called uh, Wasabi Technology. Cloud storage. The Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl. Okay, well that's in New York. I used yes. to, that was in uh, Yankee Stadium. Bad Boy Mowers. I guess they uh, make lawn mowers. That is correct. The Pop Tarts Bowl. You know what Pop Tarts are? The delicious uh, toaster snack. Uh, I believe um is that in Michigan? Is it because of the cereal companies? I think Pop Tarts were a Kellogg's company. So Kellogg's? it was a Kellogg's product. There are a number a number of Kellogg's, former Kellogg's brands uh sponsoring bowls. This is the first, I think, of them, anyways, Pop Tarts bowl that we've seen. I was gonna ask Michigan, is a Battle Creek, Michigan, but uh in, uh Camping World Stadium in Orlando, Florida. Oh, Orlando, Florida. Okay. The how about the Valero Alamo Bowl? Okay, Valero is an oil company. Uh, gas, they have gas stations, and that's gonna be in Texas with the Alamo Bowl. Same time. That is correct. How about the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl? I guess that's another tax preparation. Yes. Uh, company and the Gator Bowl gonna be in Florida. That's uh, Jacksonville, Florida. Now another of the uh, former. Well, I don't want to blow it. I guess the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Okay, that's going to be Texas, El Paso, Texas. Tony Tiger, I guess, for Frosted Flakes. So cereal. Uh, yes. uh, but brought to you by the, not by the cereal, but by the mascot. By the mascot, Tony the Tiger. Tiger. Yes. Earl Ravenscroft was the longtime voice of Tony the Tiger. Oh, uh, he was yeah. also the voice of a couple of Disney characters in um, like the Aristocats and a couple of other uh, uh, Disney movies. So that's why... I, I recognize his voice from things like that, watching with Marie. Nice. Nice. Thurl. You don't hear the name Thurl anymore for Thurl, no. P H U R L Thurl. 
There was no. a Earl Bailey was a basketball player, I think, for the Utah Jazz or the Rockets. Uh, he had big goggles, uh, like in the eighties. But those are the only two thoroughs I know. Yeah. No, I mean I can't think of anybody else now. I'm thorough. <laughs> no, my name is Thorough. Yeah. That was a show, right? Yeah. yeah. My name is Thorough. Yeah. Yeah. Thur- so, yeah, Thorough Bailey. No relation to Pearl Bailey. Right. When he said that, I was like, I think you mean Pearl. <laughs> he was, um, he played for the Jazz, mostly for the Jazz, a little bit for the Timberwolves. Yeah, there he is with his giant goggles. He had big goggles. Um, anyway. I think I think you'll clean up on the next section here, though, Mike. The AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Okay, well, AutoZone, I guess, is the car... Uh, auto parts store uh, yeah. chain at Liberty Bowls in Memphis, Tennessee. That's correct. And do you know who was playing in the AutoZone Liberty Bowl this year? No. Arkansas plays in Liberty Bowl a lot, but I don't think they were. They weren't bowl eligible this year. So is Iowa State in Liberty Bowl? It is. Iowa State in Me- against Memphis. Who against Memphis on the uh, home? For the, home second, like the second time in five years, I think. In the same location, too. Oh, really? Iowa State playing at Essentially, you know, at Memphis. At Memphis, yeah. Yes. How about the Goodyear Cotton Bowl? Well, Goodyear, the rubber tire, the tire, we'll call it tire company. Yes. Uh, Dallas, Texas. Or uh, was the Cotton Bowl now played in Jerry World, I think? Uh, Arlington. Arlington, yeah. AT&T Stadium, that's, Arl- that's yeah. Jerry World, right? Yeah, yeah. What about the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl? It's going to be in Georgia. Chick-fil-A, of course, is the... Uh, fast food uh, chain closed on Sundays. And did you know there's, I think uh, if it's at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, I think there are Chick-fil-A's in uh, the stadium, but they're closed for every Atlanta Falcons game. So it seems stupid, I think, to have That's, that is ridiculous. Uh, that company with restaurants there, you can't even serve it at the biggest games, I think. Maybe they can be substituted with something else, but um, yeah. I think they have Chick-fil-A in the how about the Trans Perfect Music City Bowl? Okay, well that's gonna be in Nashville in Tennessee. Um is it's I don't think it's a gender affirming uh surgery company being in Tennessee. Um Trans Perfect. Is it a... Um, a shipping company. Mm. I thought maybe you would know this be- from because of uh, MJ, but oh, it's a translation software. Oh, yeah. translation will... language services. Well, M- MJ will. Uh... She's gonna be disappointed that you missed that one. Yes. Yeah. So Mercedes Benz Stadium does have Chick Fil A closed on Sundays. That's yeah. crazy. But maybe it's only one location. Trans perfect. Oh. Global wordsmiths. Maybe when Global Wordsmiths, MJ's company, uh, sponsors a, a bowl game, then I will have deemed we'll her to really have made it. Yes. That's the way to tell if you've made yeah. it. That's if you have a bowl game. How about the Capital One Orange Bowl? Now we're getting to the bigger sponsor. Uh, so Capital One, uh, credit card company, lending company, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Financial services is what I put down anyway. Financial services, um, uh, Florida. 
the Orange Bowl is played in yes Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. Miami. Garden Miami Gardens, Florida. Miami yes. Gardens. How about the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl? Okay, well Arizona and Barstool Sports is like that uh, kind of right wing sports uh, network, uh, uh, sort of radio network, uh, media conglomerate. It's listed as like a sports blog slash digital media company. So yes, they tend to be fairly right wing in, in their, uh, I think, or at least they seem to be try right. not to be, try not to be liberal. I think in, in their in their um, uh, viewpoints. How about the Relia Quest Bowl? Ooh. Not much to go on here. Relia Quest. Relia Quest. Soft is it a software company? It, it it does involve it is a software type company yeah cybersecurity cybersecurity let's try let's try Texas nope, this one's in Florida Florida Tampa Raymond James Stadium hmm. but the Verbo Fiesta Bowl VRBO well it's in Arizona and that's like the um, Airbnb type of uh, you know booking uh, non traditional hotel uh, yes whatever you want to call it. They refer to it as a vacation rental marketplace. Okay. How about the Cheez It Citrus Bowl? It seems like an odd combination of yeah, you would want citrus cheese and citrus and together. Yeah, but so cracker, so the cracker, uh, the the um, form formerly made by Sunshine Biscuits in Kansas City were Cheez Its. Yes. Um, now I believe it's an Nabisco product. That's right. And uh, that's going to be in Florida. So Citrus Bowl. In Orlando, I think it used to be in Orlando. Now they're now we're into the uh, the national championship playoffs. Three bowls remaining is all. So the one of the first of the semifinals is the Rose Bowl game presented by Prudential. Prudential Insurance, and in California, in, in Pasadena, they call it investment and financial planning, but that is okay. close enough. But they probably okay. also do a lot of insurance. Too, so. Yeah, I'm sure they insurance. Yeah. And then also the Allstate Sugar Bowl. Okay, insurance, even more insurance than Prudential, I guess. More insurance yes. Yeah, and that's going to be in New Orleans or Louisiana. That's right. And the final game is the CFP National Championship game presented by AT&T. Well, the former phone company. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, I guess it's a wireless, mainly a wireless company now. Um, Ma Bell. Where is the championship going to be? Is it going to be? Is it in ATT is it is it in is it in Texas? Is it in is it in at Jerry World? It is at it's at NRG Stadium. Oh, Houston. Okay, but they got the state right. Okay, yes. They cleaned up on the on the last page there, Mike. So uh, let's see. I think there were how many were there? Forty three. I think you said at one point forty three. So there's eighty six points total available here 14 16 i think you got 70 oh that's not too bad that's more than out I of 86 that is that's pretty good yes great no studying no warm-up that's a passing score uh by yeah. any measure yeah I, I had the the over under was only in in like around 60 so that was oh yes I'm well over i'm, I'm yeah. really cruising um crushed it Speaking of over unders, do you want do we want to move on to next week's uh, NFL? I think we should. 
we are we, we could talk a little about the Royals. They haven't really they're, they've been a little quiet this week, so we'll we'll just you know leave them until until we have activity last week. But yeah, you bring in some free agent signings, but it's been a little bit uh, quiet again. A couple minor trades here and there with the Orioles and things like that, but uh, mostly yeah. shuffling roster spots to get the guys that they uh, brought in last week uh, onto the forty man roster. So next week uh, we have uh, another exciting slate of week 16 this is week 16 so the the anti-penultimate week of the regular season we have games it's over christmas as well so we have uh games over multiple days we have thursday saturday sunday two saturday games only this time but yes three saturdays one thursday uh and one monday so uh um, oh, there's three games on monday on christmas day coming up i think you're you might be in the week oh, i was looking at week, previous week yes yeah, so two saturdays one, one thursday two saturday one thursday two saturdays three monday night three mondays yes the chiefs play. monday not monday night three monday games yeah the three chiefs play at noon on monday against the las vegas raiders who just came off their gigantic 63 point feature yeah, where Brandon Staley was fired. We didn't even mention Brandon Staley's firing. Uh, it, you know, so we had a lot of in- some interesting happenings uh, this past week. Um, do you? So the Chiefs are favored by ten in that game. Do you think the Chiefs are going to win uh, on on Monday on Christmas Day against the Raiders? Do you like do you like their chances to win and win big, like like the Vegas odds say? Even though the Raiders I... are coming off a I really don't like saying a lot of this, these things because I, I mean, I expect them to win all the time and they win most of the games, but not all of them anyway. Uh, I mean, yeah, it is a little more worrisome seeing the Raiders have scored 63 points last week, but it is against a team that has been struggling a lot and then fired their coach after the game. So, but that, you know, we're not facing the Chargers though. We're facing the, the Raiders this time. Facing the Raiders, we play the char. The, the mm-hmm. Chiefs will play the Chargers at Los Angeles uh, to as, as the last game of the season. We do seem to catch teams right as they replace their coaches. So after <laughs> couple, yeah, at least this time the Chiefs have a couple of weeks after. Yeah. This. Maybe maybe the shine will have worn off the interim coach uh, by that point, and maybe they'll have to play against uh, either Jim Harbaugh or. Uh, Bill Belichick uh, next year. It seems like some probably big. Yeah. I would guess a big name is going to come to uh, to Los Angeles because of Justin Herbert and some of the right. It seems like a team that's going to be kind of close to contending, even though they have it the last couple of years. Um, I do think the the best the the funniest scenario that would happen here would be that the Raiders were shut out again, so they had they would score like zero points. 63 points and then zero points <laughs> well if they score zero points my first lock of the week is not looking terribly good because i have the chiefs raiders over 41 and a half so the chiefs would need to score 40 that's still fine it would be a need to be a 42 to nothing victory i think the chiefs will score 30 and i think the raiders will probably score a couple of touchdowns so i liked um uh, the over uh on that one is my first lock of the week chiefs Raiders over 41 and a half. My first pick, um, I'm going to one of the Saturday games, uh, looking at specifically the Cincinnati Pittsburgh game. Seems like Pittsburgh maybe 
kind of done. I think one of their top defensive players just got suspended for the remainder of the season. Yeah, that was a really bad after a hit. And he he should have been penalized earlier in the game, and maybe the second one wouldn't have happened if he had been penalized, possibly thrown out for a previous hit that was not flagged. That was uh, you know, I found pretty annoying anyway. That Avante they, Kazee. That they don't that they don't call these things sometimes. And then and then, you know, they let them like build up to a point where they're gonna just do whatever they feel like because they're not calling penalties on anything in particular, you know, that should be that they should be doing enforcing rules that are there anyway. Did you but see that slow motion movie. picture of um, and then it's like basically like, like, back, yeah, like folded up backwards. It is yeah, it's it, terrible. Yeah, that was that was that was bad. Yeah, uh, it looks like they're going to be looks like Pittsburgh's going to be going to Mason Rudolph now as their QB for that for that particular game. So uh, have, I think so I'm going to take I'm taking Cincinnati at minus two and a half in this game. Funny that you say that, Doctor Scaff, because I am going the as my second lock of the week. I'm going the opposite way. I think Mason Rudolph will be the spark that the Steelers need. The Steelers also have beaten both Cleveland and Baltimore, their other two divisional opponents, at home this season. So I think the Steelers tend to play better at home, and I think in Pittsburgh, I think they can beat their rivals. I think I don't trust John Browning necessarily on the road. Uh, I think I don't know. So I, I I like the Steelers. Uh, plus two and a half with the points. I probably would also pick them to win outright. So I'm, I am, I don't, I think uh, Mason Rudolph is uh, five, four, and one in his career as a starter. So he's in a, he has a, a above 500 record. He, although he's probably most known for um, being hit with a helmet, uh, his own helmet, uh, by Miles Garrett after uh, Mason Rudolph supposedly said some sort of insensitive, racially charged epithet. But I think that was never proven right um, so uh I, I i don't know what exactly happened there but i think so they're playing but they're, they're not playing the browns they're playing the Bengals. um so i i, I like <laughs> i like the steelers uh plus two and a half so you like you like the Bengals minus two and a half i like the steelers plus two so we've guaranteed though we will not go oh and six on the yes week. One of us has to get a point, and that may be the only way that we're going to get a point is we bet against each other. <laughs> it seems like from our last week's performance. Uh oh, is that what it's going to come down to? Might be. <laughs> uh, my second pick, also picking against a team that seems to be pretty injured at the moment. Uh, Tampa Bay is favored by one and a half points at home uh, against Jacksonville. Seems like Trevor Lawrence is in uh, concussion protocol um, after the uh, his I guess the last drive uh, on Sunday. Uh, so we're not sure what what his status is right now. But Jacksonville's defense has not played terribly well the last couple of weeks. Uh, so I, I'm I'm expecting to see Tampa covering that one and a half point spread. Yeah, Tampa Bay had a great game against Green Bay last week. Uh, Baker Mayfield actually had a 158.3 passer rating, a perfect passer rating, which was the first time ever in at Lambeau Field that the opposing quarterback has had a perfect passer rating against the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Great. One of the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Green Bay Packers. Um, I, still, yeah. I still have Pittsburgh on my mind from from our, our, our bet. But Green Bay, um, they lost to Tampa Bay in a, in a former NFC Central 
matchup of last week. Uh, they were we were Tampa, so now it's the NFC North, and Tampa Bay moved to the NFC uh, South. But I think Tampa, I like I like that bet too because even if Lawrence plays, he's still kind of hobbled by that ankle injury. He's yeah. not percent, and I don't. And I think I think uh, Jacksonville. Yeah, like you said, they've been kind of on a slide lately. So I, I and Tampa Bay really needs that game. So I think I think. Um, I I I I would probably lean that way as well. So that might be the kiss of death. However, but you're making me less confident, <laughs> Mike, by agreeing with me. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens in Tampa. It's not a very it's not a very long road trip for Jacksonville. Mm. But <laughs> no, not even that far. Yes. No. Yeah. Um. Speak. Speaking of long road trips my my final uh bet of the week is one of the longest probably it's uh one of the probably maybe the longest road trip of of this of this week uh although buffalo to los angeles is pretty long as well this is uh baltimore playing at san francisco i kind of like san francisco to win but they're favored by five and a half and i'm not sure if i like that spread all that much but uh, I do kind of like the over-under of 46.5, and I'm going with the over there. I think both teams have good offenses. I think both teams have good defenses, but I think uh, they can be scored. Each team, each of those teams can be scored upon. So I like I like a fairly high-scoring game. San Francisco seems to score a lot of points on just about everybody. Their defense has also been giving up quite a few points uh, in a lot of games too. So I, I see this as like a maybe a 35 to... 27 type of game so pretty high scoring uh so i like i like uh even if it's a little less high scoring than that on both sides it's still over 46 and a half so i like i like the over 46.5 we're kind of picking against what you did last week with the same team involved then too right because you picked you went under on the san francisco game i went under on the san francisco game last time but i i had made it up with like 75 points or something combined in the game yeah so i'm gonna go yeah so probably the wrong move here but i'm gonna go over well i mean it's based on recency you would think that's a that is a sure thing yeah that's not always the case but you know that's what you would you would expect and my third pick, I'm also picking against a team I bet on last week. Uh, I'm I'm still not upset. I'm not happy that uh, that Atlanta lost to Carolina, so I'm going to pick against Atlanta this week. Uh, I've got Andy uh, as a one and a half point underdog at Atlanta. I know I tend to bet on favorites, but this time I'm going to I'm going to actually going to bet on an underdog, Mike. I would have actually thought Indianapolis would have been would have been the favorite. Atlanta is has been. We talked about Jacksonville kind of being in a slide. Atlanta certainly has been. They're going to be uh, starting uh, instead. Desmond Ritter is going to be Taylor Heineke back in action to try to give them a little bit of a spark. But I think uh, Gardner Minshew has been playing pretty well for uh, Indianapolis, and they've been a solid team. Um, yeah. And I think yeah, maybe they're going to be if they win and Jacksonville loses, they're going to be in first place. Yeah, in, uh, the NFC South. I don't know if anybody would have thought that was going to happen at the beginning of the season. Yeah, so, yeah. Jacksonville looked really good early in the season, but their defense hasn't held up nearly as well as I think they would have hoped. Anyway, so because yeah, they were they were very strong defense early yeah. last year and early this year, but yeah, recently they've not played nearly as well. And Trevor Lawrence being injured doesn't really help. 
nothing either, especially when they're when he's having to throw 50 something passes with an injured ankle. That's not usually a great sign. Any, any, do any other games? So, we, those are our locks. Do any other games strike you, uh, particularly this week? I, I have one game on that, that I've maybe singled out. I don't know if this is the same one you probably you have as well. I'm going to guess it is. Um, is it the Dallas Miami game? Yes. This is one of those games where it seems like both of the team's weaknesses are going to be on display that Miami is playing a good team and they've only beaten uh, teams with sub 500 records so far this year. And Dallas is playing on the road. Yeah. So, and they've been much weaker on the road than they have been at home. So which, which of these uh, kind of, you know, streaks is going to come to an end uh do you like dallas or do you like miami yeah um, or is it is it the strengths that will come through or will it be the weaknesses that come through and it's because it's really that's really what it's going to come down to isn't it miami's favored by one and a half yeah yeah and, and dallas is just coming off of a really terrible game so man yeah that's going to be really tough because yeah miami has really crumpled against <laughs> top teams so I don't know. I expect this to be like a you know a ten to seven type game then. <laughs> well, it could be a little like the Chiefs game, the Chiefs uh, Chiefs Miami game, which was twenty to fourteen, pretty low scoring. The Chiefs played well in the first half, then got shut out in the second half. I think that was that was in the midst of the Chiefs second half uh, slide. They haven't really had. Mm-hmm. They've been playing a lot better in the second half this this these last few games. Mm-hmm. I, I, if I had to go one way or the other, I think I'd actually lean Dallas because I think Dallas will bounce back from their lackluster game. And I think going to Miami is not like a regular road trip because it's nice and the weather's good. And yeah. They, but I could also see Miami just rolling as well. So Dallas is prone to being blown out. Uh, you know, so. Well, I mean, Buffalo just showed how to beat them, and that was like, Almost exclusively on the ground, and Miami does have a pretty good running game. Running running game. I don't know, but you know, is 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 a is a, is a, a, a Chan uh, going to be back? A Chan, a Chan. I don't think is still. I think he's still sort of in and out. But, but most of has been really yeah. dominant, scoring a lot of touchdowns too. I think and Wilson's a pretty good league leader in too. touchdowns, uh, rushing anyway. So, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, if Miami just follows the blueprint that that uh buffalo just showed then i would think miami could roll the in the game but you know we've already seen them not play well against tough teams so yeah i think it also happened there that's why i didn't want to make that one of the locks of the week because <laughs> i have no idea what's going to i have no idea either i think it depends as well if dallas gets a couple of big defensive plays like they they really need like those big turnovers for the de- defense to uh, to work well and if Miami turns the ball over Dallas can really capitalize so uh, I think that's a big part of that game as well um, yeah I think that's the most exciting of of, of the not- games we haven't talked about uh, mm-hmm. some other games have playoff implications uh, Detroit Minnesota uh, Cleveland Houston uh, things like that but I don't think either any of those teams are quite as uh, exciting as either the Cowboys or the Dolphins so right. Baltimore San Francisco maybe is the is the matchup of the of the week on Monday night. Current number one seeds in each of the conferences face off. Yes. Think that's a Super Bowl preview, or do you think that's uh one or or neither of those teams will be there? I think it's more likely neither of those teams will be there than both of the teams will be there. Yeah. I don't 
I, I, I could, I think San Francisco is more likely in the NFC, but if there's an injury, I think all bets are off and Baltimore, we've seen Lamar Jackson get hurt at the end of, towards the end of the season, a lot of the last few years as well. So, but in Baltimore hasn't really played a lot of the top teams in the AFC this year. They, they just sort of have through the luck of the schedule. They haven't played. Um, they haven't played the chiefs. They haven't played. I don't think they've played Miami. I don't, um, you know, they, 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 they played, uh, I guess was the NFC, the NFC South as their, uh, Opponent uh, as their intra divisional intra conference opponents, and the South is they lost to Indianapolis, uh, you know, so they lost to Pittsburgh. So they've like they've, they've lost games to teams that aren't that are decent but not great, yeah. and so they've also rolled against some of the NFC teams. They, they they beat Seattle by a lot, they beat Detroit by a lot. So you know, they played really well against the NFC, so it's hard to say, but mm-hmm. I they do have the Dolphins next week they do the dolphins and they have the bills coming and they have they have the bills coming up uh at, at 49ers then miami and then pittsburgh oh, then pittsburgh okay so they didn't play the bills either i don't think this year yeah, so no bills they, so they, they they've gotten the kind of uh they put, yeah yeah so i don't know we'll, we'll, we'll see what we'll see what happens i'm 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 excited about this week uh you have anything else to add dr scaff or should we no, I think that about wraps it up. Yeah, wrap it up. All right. Well, uh, thank you for hanging in there with us, uh, our dear listeners and and viewers, uh, to another exciting episode of the Warning Track Power Hour. I hope you are as uh, enlightened as we are now uh, with our with our bowl, uh, our college bowl uh, uh, deep dive. And out, maybe not into the games themselves, but into the sites of the games, and and the sponsors, and the sponsors. I think as well. Well, you'll maybe seeing how poorly we've done these last few weeks. Maybe you've uh, been able to crystallize some of your uh, your 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 betting instincts and say, well, we'll go against whatever uh, these two uh, numbskulls uh, uh, think of. But maybe maybe this is our week to turn things around. I hope it is. We we've been on a little bit of a cold snap, and maybe maybe we're due uh, for uh, some uh, some uh, a hot streak. So, yeah. On 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 that note, I, as always, am Dr. Michael Werman. He is Dr. Andrew Scaff. We are the Warning Track Power Hour. Please like and or subscribe to our YouTube channel or our uh, various uh, podcasts on different uh, delivery systems. And, you know, we, again, we thank, we thank you for tuning in and uh, we wish, we wish uh, your teams the best of luck this week and your bets. uh, Hopefully the chips will fall uh, your way in your favor. And until then, until next week, we'll wish you good day.